How do you feel great on vacation? Like really good? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1766. Eat More Sandwiches, The Muscle-Building Guide for Skinny Guys, the second half of part one, by J.C. Dean of jcdfitness.com. And I'm Dr. Neil. Welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, or welcome for the first time if you're new here. This is the podcast where I act as your very own personal narrator and read to you from some of the most popular health and fitness blogs online. Today's post is part two of a longer post. If you missed part one, then I'd recommend going back and listening to yesterday's episode first. That was episode 1765. Now, I also know the title of this post says it's a muscle building guide for skinny guys. If you feel like you have no interest in building more muscle, if you don't think you're skinny, you're actually trying to lose weight, maybe you don't identify as male, I promise you'll still get something out of this post. So don't skip this episode altogether. I highly recommend you give it a listen. I promise you'll still find it fascinating. So hopefully now that I've convinced you, let's get right to part two and continue optimizing your life. Eat More Sandwiches, The Muscle-Building Guide for Skinny Guys, the second half of part one by J.C. Dean of jcdfitness.com. Eat More Sandwiches, The Most Important Rule. The plain truth as to why you are skinny is because you don't eat enough. There is no other excuse. If you were chubby, we would know that you eat enough and I would simply just ask you to train at this point. However, it's not that simple for skinny guys. Over the last few years, I've had the luxury of observing some of my friends, as well as a client or two, who were of the skinny population, looking to gain some appreciable mass. What did they all have in common? They never ate enough. The cycle usually went like so. They would decide to embark on a muscle-building diet and immediately up their caloric intake. Day one and two were awesome. We'd be eating burgers together and washing them down with shakes and ice cream cones. They were off to a good start. Then by the end of the week, we'd go out again and do the same thing. After about a month, I would ask them how much they weigh, and in a stop response, they'd say, I haven't gained a pound. After some thought, I would say, that is not possible. You have been eating like a horse, right? 
Of course, their response was always, yes, I have been eating like this daily. I knew there was more to this story. Something was not lining up. They were either lying unintentionally or they had a tapeworm. I was hoping the former. I decided to spend a week with them, watching their daily eating habits, making them religiously track their intake and so on. So what did I find out? The biggest issue I found was inconsistency. They would stuff themselves silly for a few days and then eat next to nothing for a couple of days afterward. It's not that they were doing this on purpose, but because they were just going by their hunger signals. They simply were not hungry after a few days of overfeeding, thus the lack of overfeeding. This is very common, and in my opinion is the number one reason some guys have such a hard time gaining weight. I have never been a skinny guy, but can definitely relate to being so stuffed and sick of food for a day or so afterward. So in short, the key is making sure you eat enough to grow. Do whatever you have to do. It might mean picking a certain number of calories daily and making sure to hit it, even if you have to track your meals to get enough. If you put your mind to it, it actually becomes really easy. Set your protein at one gram per pound of body weight. Multiply your body weight by 0.4 up to 0.5 to get the grams of fat that you need and then fill in the rest with carbohydrates. I got that little equation thanks to Alan Aragon. Er, it might have been Lyle McDonald. I can't remember which one I stole it from. First, you must find your maintenance intake and then aim to eat four to 500 calories over maintenance daily. If you're not gaining weight, it's time to raise the calories. There's no other way around it. Here's a quick recipe for my favorite muscle building snack. Two pieces of bread, which are about 160 or so calories, two tablespoons of peanut butter, which is about 200 calories, two tablespoons of strawberry jelly, about 100 calories, and two cups of whole milk, about 300 calories. Total, 760 easy calories. And I could eat this multiple times per day. If you can't stomach two PB&J sandwiches per day, you've lost all hope. Consistency. As I mentioned in many previous articles, consistency is always key to long-term success. When you were learning to ride a bike, you didn't jump on and stroll like a pro after one day. You screwed up a ton, skinned your knees, and bloodied your nose after flying over the handlebars, but you learned to ride because you kept at it. The same applies when eating to grow. Overeating for one or two days in a row and then undereating the rest of the week is not going to yield the results you are after. Focus on big eating and the big body will follow. You just listened to part two of the post titled Eat More Sandwiches, The Muscle Building Guide for Skinny Guys by J.C. Dean of jcdfitness.com. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. So like I said yesterday, and I know J.C. would agree with me, in order to get muscles to grow, you have to create a demand for those muscles. Yes, fuel is absolutely important, which is what J.C. was focusing on. But if you want that fuel to end up in your muscles and not potentially stored as fat, you've got to create the demand so that the muscles are starving for that fuel. And in order to do that, you have to work out. You have to do resistance training. Resistance training is one of the best methods for growing those muscles, for making them bigger. And during resistance training, if you want the muscles to get bigger, one of the best ways to do that is to lift heavy. Lift heavy safely using proper form, of course. That will help create the demand for your muscles to grow. And then when you fuel properly, you will then send some of those nutrients to the muscles to support that growth. So the key is, if you're trying to put on some muscle, you're gonna have to create a demand for that muscle and then fuel it appropriately. And so what JC is saying is for some folks, 
they don't adequately fuel their bodies to support that growth. And this often happens to those folks who are underweight. But here's the trick. We don't wanna overshoot our body weight either. We don't wanna get too big. What ends up happening is if we get too big, some of that bigness is fat. The amazing thing about fat is that fat cells, once you have them, you can never get rid of them. All they do is either grow or shrink in size. That's what we've learned. So we don't wanna create too many extra fat cells because you can really never get rid of it. So what we wanna do is as we get bigger in size, we wanna manage our body fat. So if you're interested in putting on pounds, do it slowly, do it safely. I always recommend you do this with the help of a healthcare professional because you don't wanna overshoot your goal, especially when it comes to body weight. All right, that wraps up today's episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a subscriber. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll be back in a moment with a bonus episode as usual. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.